The frugal Steelers are blowing free agency again, losing Javon Hargrave, B.J. Finney, and more. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. The pain of Pittsburgh Steelers fans, especially in these early days of free agency as they watch good players go bye-bye for bigger dollars from better teams, has to be excruciating. It was pure hell to see Javon Hargrave, one of the NFL's best young nose tackles, depart to go across Pennsylvania and play for the now much-improved Philadelphia Eagles. Those birds wasted little time swooping in to pay Hargrave $39 $39 million over three years. A princely sum, but money well spent. Philly is now a force to be reckoned with in all of the NFL. Closer to home in the Steelers' division, both the Cleveland Browns and Baltimore Ravens are busy adding high-profile, high-impact players in aggressive trades and free agency moves. Both Steelers' division rivals are unquestionably improving already. Both must be considered superior to the Steelers, at least on paper. Yeah, I know, no games are won or lost on paper. Certainly the diva-driven Browns All-Stars proved this point last season with their gross underperformance. But it's worrisome just the same. Heck, even the hapless Cincinnati Bungles are adding talent at the pace Pittsburgh is losing it. Okay, so the Steelers did land fullback and Watt brother Derek Watt from San Diego. Two Watts on the Steelers roster have to be better than one, and Derek will make his mark and leave a mark on opposing players on special teams, to be sure. And all of Pittsburgh can rest easy because their favorite team has secured their long snapper for another two years. Hey, that's sarcasm, folks. Fans don't even know Cam Canada's name, do they? Anyway, the harsh reality is even mid-level players are finding it difficult to stay with the Steelers. I'm talking about the B.J. Finneys of the world. He departed a reshuffled Steelers offensive line when he likely could have clawed his way back to being a starter here. The Steelers wanted to keep Finney around, too, but only at the right price. The Seahawks saw otherwise, grabbing a plug-and-play guy for their own offensive line. Why are the Steelers so hamstrung when it comes to Art Rooney reaching back for his wallet? Well, the Steelers did make one big move, awarding its franchise tag and $16 million bucks in 2020 to free agent outside linebacker Bud Dupree. You have to hand it to him. Dupree played Pittsburgh like a cash register turning in a career year in 2019 and forcing the Steelers' hand. But Bud's big season has the feel of a peak, not a sustainable level of play. The jury will remain out on whether this was a wise move by the Steelers, but color me highly skeptical of the Steelers' strategy right here. Granted, there are plenty of arguments on the other side of the Dupree debate, and I give them their due time in this edition of my Steelers Update podcast, packed as it is with free agency pain emanating from the 412 area code, and perhaps a glimmer of hope, too. So let's get right to it.
Shakespeare once said, parting is such sweet sorrow. For Steelers fans watching good players go, it's simply bitter. Here's some of the reaction as Hargrave and Finney, two big reinforcements for both sides of the Steelers line, went bye-bye. From DK Pittsburgh Sports, Javon Hargrave just got paid by the Eagles. Daniel Valente noted the reaction for Hargrave, signaling the Eagles are getting both a good player and a great teammate. He tweeted, The amount of outgoing support for Javon Hargrave's deal and Ramon Foster's retirement yesterday really showed, one, how great of a place Pittsburgh is to play, and two, how tight-knit that Steelers locker room is. Penn Live puts the loss of Hargrave into proper perspective for the Steelers. In short, it's a big one. Hargrave, 27, gives the Eagles a young, dynamic option to pair with former All-Pro Fletcher Cox and former Pro Bowler Malik Jackson. Hargrave has 14 and a half sacks in four seasons, including 10 and a half over the past two in Pittsburgh. The six foot two, 305 pound Hargrave has missed just one game in four seasons, and he's made 52 starts. Hargrave originally entered the NFL as a third round pick out of South Carolina State in the 2016 draft. He played 47%, 46%, and 44% of Steelers' defensive snaps in his first three seasons before playing a whopping 63% last season, unquote. With Hargraves, so goes the 2016 Steelers draft class. The Steelers no longer have any players from this draft on their roster, so tweeted Alex Kazora with SteelersDepot.com. Here's the list of the dearly departed. Artie Burns, Sean Davis, the aforementioned Javon Hargrave, Gerald Hawkins, Travis Feeney, Demarcus Ayers, Tyler Matakevich. As I read this list, I weep for two reasons. Some of those 2016 draft picks are gone because they couldn't play, and the ones who could play are now doing so for other teams. Either way, it's a sad song for Steelers fans. As for B.J. Finney, he could be missed greatly should there be any holes along the reshuffled Steelers offensive line. And there usually are holes during the grind that is an NFL season. Here's the impact. Again, from Penn Live, quote, The former undrafted rookie free agent Finney is headed to the Seattle Seahawks on a two-year, $8 million deal. Pittsburgh used Finney as its go-to interior backup every year since 2016, his first making the team outright. He was on the practice squad in 2015. But Finney did become a bit more expendable for the Steelers as the Penn Live story goes on. Quote, in week 10, with the Steelers facing Aaron Donald and the Los Angeles Rams, Pittsburgh chose to move right tackle Matt Flyer to guard and start Chukwama Okafor on the outside. Finney was the odd man out, and even with Ramon Foster's retirement, Finney would not be replacing the longtime starter he all but constantly stood in for. Unquote. ESPN's Jeremy Fowler put it this way, tweeting, Steelers and B.J. Finney had planned to work out an extension, 
but the team wasn't ready to reach for Seattle's two-year, $9.5 million deal. So Finney's a Seahawk, unquote. Mark Caboli with The Athletic tweeted it much more bluntly. Quote, Seahawks getting a bargain, unquote. Finney's departure makes Matt Filer all the more valuable to the Steelers but the team also kept backup tackle Zach Banner on a one-year, $1.75 million deal, according to Steelers Depot. Now, Filer will start as guard opposite David DeCastro, while both Banner and Okafor can compete for the right tackle job. Steelers Faithful tweets the Steelers are now treating Filer accordingly in free agency. Quote, the Steelers have placed a second-round tender on starting tackle Matt Filer after losing Ramon Foster and B.J. Finney to retirement and free agency, respectively. The Steelers can't really afford to lose another offensive lineman. This will hopefully prevent that from happening, unquote. Under the NFL rules, Pittsburgh retains the right of first refusal on Filer with a restricted free agent tender as low as $2.1 million or as high as $4.6 million. We shall see what that number ends up being. And of course, we know the Steelers did keep Bud Dupree, for a big price and at the expense of these other free agents. As Penn Live writes, Bud bet on himself. Dupree collected a career-high 11.5 sacks in 2019. This after the Steelers opted not to approach him on a contract extension last summer, turning 2019 into basically a prove-it season. Dupree said he understood the team's decision and stressed he didn't take it personally, adding in the end he was fine betting on himself. And that bet just paid off big time, unquote. Of course, you know, many are criticizing the move with Bud Dupree, myself included, but others are saying the Steelers had little choice. One of them is sports radio host Mark Madden. He explains himself via his Trib Live column, quote, Top-level pass rushers rarely get on the open market, and Dupree is one of those. Well, was, for one season out of five anyway, which is why not signing him to a long-term deal is wise. Will Dupree play hard to earn big money beyond 2020, or will he have the boo-boo face because he was tagged, unquote? We shall see. Madden on Hargrave is interesting as well because Madden seems to minimize the damage to the Steelers' defense. Madden adds in that same column, quote, losing nose tackle Javon Hargrave will hurt, but how much is the base defense on the field? If Stephon Tuitt stays healthy, he fills the gap beyond using the base, unquote. And the Steelers did make somewhat of a free agency splash of their own, bringing in another Watt brother to Pittsburgh. Here's Daniel Valente on Derek Watt, fullback and special teams headhunter. Quote, Derek Watt is going to be great for the Steelers special teams unit. Check out this block. Watt takes out not one, not two, but three players with one block. That's a hat trick, unquote. Ian Rappaport suggests the Steelers are out to corner the NFL market on Watt Brothers. He tweets, quote, the Steelers are giving former Chargers fullback Derek Watt a deal worth 
$3.25 million per year or more than double what T.J. Watt is currently making this year with the Steelers. I figure that'll change at some point, unquote. Yes, the Steelers will find the many millions it needs to keep T.J. Watt. They know their fans will not abide saying bye-bye to true superstars. But the early stages of free agency have to be depressing for those black and gold faithful especially as the AFC North rivals move ahead. Captain Obvious tweeted true to his Twitter name, quote, Bengals and Browns get better, Ravens and Steelers fall, unquote. Kevin Cole with Pro Football Focus puts flesh on the bone with his NFL free agency improvement index, tweeting, quote, Browns creeping closer to first in the improvement index with the signing of offensive tackle Jack Conklin. Our 2020 forecast is high on Conklin as a player and the position being a major weakness for the Browns enhances his impact there. One other side note on the Browns, they also snagged QB Case Keenan as Baker Mayfield's backup. But it is Big Ben who could suffer the most as the balance of power shifts under free agency, especially along the much stronger defensive lines of AFC North rivals. To it, Alex Kazora tweeted this, quote, Steelers will be facing just some of these defensive lines in 2019. Cincinnati, DJ Reader plus Geno Atkins. Baltimore, Brandon Williams plus Calais Campbell plus Michael Brockers, unquote. Or as another writer put it in Ravens country, 940 pounds of powerful and disruptive forces, unquote. But that's not all. Kazora notes with the Steelers facing the NFC East, they'll be meeting up with a familiar face in an unwanted place as the Eagles unite Brian Cox with Javon Hargrave. Warns Kazora, quote, Steelers better make sure they take care of that vacant left guard spot, unquote. Hey, if they don't, Ben and his rehabbed elbow might not last much longer than they did in 2019. And what a disaster that would be since Pittsburgh has all but mortgaged its future by restructuring Ben's already rich deal in order to free up some free agency cash. So what's the Steelers' strategy going forward? Well, like I said, they are restructuring contracts, including Roethlisberger's, to shake loose some sofa change for some lesser signings down the road in free agency. But the Steelers' draft strategy also will have to adjust to all of these losses. That's according to Pittsburgh Post-Gazette writer Jerry Dulac, who tweets, quote, all of a sudden, with the loss of a starting guard and his top backup, Steelers' draft needs have shifted seismically for the early rounds. But they will try to address that, if possible, in free agency per a source. And he also adds, quote, While the Steelers are not yet under the salary cap of $198.2 million, Art Rooney said they will be in compliance by Wednesday and could still be in position to sign outside players in free agency, unquote. But for now, 
the early free agency fallout has many Steelers fans shedding tears into their terrible towels as they see their team getting worse and losing talent as rivals build winning rosters for 2020. This is especially hard for fans because their beloved Steelers haven't sniffed the playoffs in two straight seasons. And this was the offseason their roster was to be remade in winning fashion. For now at least, with the Steelers still hamstrung by the just-increased salary cap, there's little Pittsburgh can do but watch talent go out the door. Still, these Steelers have played free agency the same way for decades. Early days when big money buys up the biggest, hottest names, the Steelers opt to sit it out, biding their time and waiting for bargains. Last year, one of those supposed bargains was to be receiver Dante Moncrief, who was going to become the go-to guy for Big Ben Roethlisberger in Antonio Brown's absence. It never worked out. Moncrief kept dropping the balls Ben did get to throw before the big guy himself was lost for the season during just the second game. It was all downhill from there for both Moncrief and the Steelers' offense. The Ballyhooed free agent bargain finally got cut later in that woefully inadequate offensive season. Hey, we know the Steelers like a bargain. Who doesn't? But the challenge this offseason will be landing players at bargain places who can actually play. And we shall see how the rest of free agency plays out. It'll all be right here on the Steelers Update podcast. So download it every Wednesday afternoon where you download your favorite audio. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for all your latest Steelers news.